I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM. PJ Glasser, Ryan Horvat here with you, filling in for Nick and Ken, getting ready to talk to Kevin Sweeney here shortly, who covers college basketball for Sports Illustrated. And uh, right before we talk to Kevin, like, what are some college basketball teams? I know we're both locked into yeah. college football and NFL and all this stuff, but we've obviously gotten a chance to watch some of these teams. Like, who are the teams that have caught your eye so far up to this point? Yeah, so I played some futures coming into the season. I was pretty high on Marquette coming into the year in the Big East, and I still feel all right about Marquette. The team that's let me down the most and the team that I'm worried about, we talked about this during the break, uh, Arkansas. And like you said, they kind of do this every year. There will be a slow start, but I don't know. Did you see the game on Saturday? Uh, I did not, actually. But I know Auburn absolutely whooped them. Yeah, I mean, it's not going well right now. I really like this Kentucky team. Um, I usually don't say this. I like this Purdue team. If I'm going to be chalky, I mean, there's really no way to officiate or guard Zach Eady. And if you double team him, he's going to kick it out. And they got guys that can knock down shots. But like, if I was going to do anything with futures right now, I do really like Kentucky, man. Mm -hmm. Now, do I trust Cal once we get to the NCAA tournament? I don't know, but... Um, they're starting to figure some things out, and they're scary. They play they play pretty good defense, too. Yeah, they certainly do. Well, let's find out what uh, what Kevin Sweeney thinks. You can follow him on Twitter, at CBB underscore Central. Covers college hoops for Sports Illustrated. Joining Ryan and I here on You Better You Bet. Kevin, appreciate the time. How's everything going? What's going on, fellas? Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, man, appreciate you uh, stopping by. So Ryan and I were just talking about uh, Arkansas, and obviously they got blown out by Auburn. I want to get your thoughts on this Auburn team because, Kevin, I I thought for a little bit there that they were a sneaky Final Four team, but the more that they play, I don't think they're really sneaking up on anybody. If you look at Ken Palm right now, they're one of four teams in the country that's top 10 offensive and defensive efficiency. So, I mean, when you look at the SEC, like, do you think that Auburn is the team to beat in that league or would you still go with Kentucky or Tennessee? I think I still probably trust Tennessee the most, right? I mean, you're talking about winning a, a league over 18 games. I just think Tennessee's defense and their experience level will, will be really valuable. But I absolutely think this is an Auburn team that can make a Final Four and compete for a national championship. I mean, they don't have that one marquee win yet. Obviously, winning at Arkansas and doing it the way that they did is a big deal. 
Arkansas has had their fair share of struggles. I, I, I just think Auburn, their balance is so impressive. And I think Bruce Pearl's best teams, they're always going to have personality, right? But their best teams have known how to kind of moderate themselves throughout the game and not get too high, not get too low. I think the last couple of years, their guards have just been a little bit too mercurial. And I think this year they just have a little bit more of a stable presence about them. And, uh, you know, you add that to one of the better front courts in America led by Janai Baruma. This is a team that I think has a chance to be as good as anyone in college basketball. I know a popular team coming into the season was Florida Atlantic and FAU. I, I like Dusty May a lot, but they lose to Charlotte, who I believe was 6-7 and seven at the time. They have three losses now to sub-100 Ken Palm teams. Where are you at with FAU? Do you think that they could still be a dangerous team, you know, when we get to conference tournament, March Madness, or are you kind of out on them right now with the way that they're trending? Yeah, I, mean, I still th- think they're dangerous, I and mean, they've proven w- against really high-level competition that they can win games. I mean, they beat Arizona on the neutral floor. Um, beat Texas A&M on the neutral floor, blew out Virginia Tech, right? Like, they have some real wins, even even some of the mid-majors that they've beaten. You know, Liberty, uh, St. Bonaventure, two really, really good, like, top 75 caliber teams. So, uh, I'm not out. I just think that they're probably struggling more than anyone really understands with the pressure and the expectation. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people who were part of, you know, the Loyola Final Four team in 2018. People have been part of previous Final Four teams. You think about, um, you know, Butler. You know, many, many years ago. Like the amount that you carry every single day throughout the season, the next year of being everyone's Super Bowl is so so challenging. I think they they felt that probably more than they even realized at the moment. You know, I still think their balance is really good. John L. Davis has been tremendous and continue made strides. And I think I think they'll be dangerous, but um, I just. I just don't know that you know, the consistency has been there that they had last year, and that's the thing they have to figure out if they want to make a deep run. Yeah, it's a really good point. Kevin, I want to get your thoughts on this BYU and Baylor game tonight. I, I think it's really interesting. Baylor is a team, or uh, BYU is a team, excuse me, that, again, the metrics they really, really like, and I'm sure they're a team that you know most people haven't gotten a chance to watch. Baylor feels like the last couple of years they have these great offensive teams, but they can't really defend, especially like they used to when they won the national title. Line open at about two and a half on BetMGM. It's up to four and a half now. It's at like five and a half at some spots. So this line is steaming up towards Baylor. Um, your thoughts on, on this game and your thoughts on both of these teams going forward. Do you think BYU is the real deal? Yeah, I think BYU has kind of earned its metrics by blowing people out. But when they played higher level competition, they just haven't looked the same. And I think the biggest reason why is it's size and athleticism, right? I mean, Cincinnati really dominated them around the basket because of having guys like Aziz Van Bandago and Victor Lockin, you know, 6'10", 6'11", 7-footers uh, who are athletic and, and can take away BYU's ability to, to, to get to the rim. And, and I think – They'll probably run into some of the similar stuff there against Baylor. Um, Eves Misi, the freshman big for the Bears, has just been unbelievable. It's like one of the best young players in college basketball. Um, and you can run that, obviously, with the, the firepower in Baylor's backcourt. I think it's a it's a tough recipe. Um, BYU's offense will cause some problems. They're incredibly, incredibly skilled. Um, they shoot the ball extremely well. Uh, and they're going to need need to on the road tonight to have a, to have a shot. But... Um, yeah, I think Baylor's probably the, the pick here just because of the way that they've played so far, you know, especially offensively. I, I just don't know that. I think 
think it's going to be harder for BYU to score in games like this against teams that have so much athleticism. I know we've done this with Houston the last couple of years, but they're still unbeaten, 14-0, number two in the country. Big game, obviously, on the road tonight. Two-and-a-half-point favorites against Iowa State. Uh, your thoughts on that game and then the, just their upcoming schedule? They got TCU on Saturday. Do you think Houston's for real, and what do you think they do tonight here? Yeah, I think they're for real. I don't know if they're quite as good as the metrics say. I mean, Ken Palm thinks not only are they the best team in the country, they're pretty substantially better than even Purdue at number two. Uh, I don't think that will hold just because I think, you know, they're they're just able to physically dominate a lot of their opponents in the non-conference, force kind of turnovers. It'll be a little harder, especially starting tonight in in sort of the toughest atmospheres in college basketball. But I certainly think this is one of the best teams in college basketball. And the way that they share the ball, their their backcourt is so talented and loaded with with shot making with LJ Cryer and Jamal Shedd, Manuel Sharp, even Damian Dunn. Uh, and we know they're going to defend the rebound. I mean, that is the one constant with Kelvin Sampson. Um, you know, he could put me, the two of you, like the producer, and there's some guy on the street on the floor and they'd be like a top 50 defense. That's just the job that he does uh, every year and, and the way he gets the guys to buy in. So uh, I'm certainly buying. You know, tonight will be a challenge. I think they do find a way to win that game, um, but but hard to feel confident when you go into, go into Hilton. There's just been too many examples of Iowa State protecting its home court to not, not, not feel like they at least have a shot for the upset. You like this North Carolina team this year, Kevin? Obviously, it's been a crazy couple of years for the Tar Heels. Make the national championship game. Number one team in the preseason. Missed the tournament completely. Hubert Davis goes in the portal. Uh, but they're playing good ball this year. Are you? Uh, are, do you think the Tar Heels are the team to beat in the ACC? I certainly think so. I mean, I, I saw Duke over the weekend in South Bend and just was not overly impressed. I still think they're finding their identity. I think North Carolina just knows who they are. Part of that's their experience level. Obviously, R.J. Davis and Baycott being seniors, but you add Cormac Ryan, a you know fifth or sixth year guy, Harris Ingram, who's played a lot of college basketball. There's just a maturity about this group um, that has been impressive. They're defending at a much higher level than you know either of Hubert Davis's first two teams, and, and Davis is uh, R.J. Davis. That is, it's really emerged into maybe the best all-around guard in the country you know a guy it feels like that that divorce between rj davis and caleb love in the carolina backcourt has really benefited all parties he, he has emerged and become you know such an elite playmaker caleb's playing really really well in arizona it just feels like everyone kind of made out better uh, in, in that arrangement and, uh carolina certainly the beneficiary i think they're a team that has legitimate final four upside Kevin, what do you think it would take for Zach Eady not to be the Wooden Award winner this year? He's minus three hundred right now over at BetMGM. Hunter Dickinson's six to one. Filipowski's twenty to one. I mean, he did just—I uh, guess he got held to ten points against Illinois. But what would it take for Zach Eady not to be the Wooden Award winner again this year? Yeah, it just doesn't feel like anyone else has made a real push. I mean, even you know, you mentioned Dickinson. I think I think if Kansas is in that conversation as the best team in the country. Someone will get votes from Kansas, but will we coalesce around him or Kevin McCullough? And Kevin McCullough's had a better statistical season in my mind than, than Dickinson's been incredible for them, um, you know, averaging like 26 and 5. It's just very, very rare to have that type of balance in college basketball. So because of that, I, I just think it's going to be really hard for anyone to pick off Zach. Obviously injuries or something like that could, could play a role, and if, you know, for whatever reason he misses time, the, the door opens up a little bit. But to me, I, I, I'd be shocked if anyone thought media, and he is certainly, and I, I think it's probably underrated this year that he has 
pretty substantially improved his game. He's a better free throw shooter. He's able to stay on the floor longer. He's a better defender. Like he has made um, major strides uh, in, in his game. It's not not necessarily the tangible stuff, the stuff you see when you look at a box score, but he's a better player than he was last year and produced a better team because of it. Who's your favorite pro prospect? You know, when you look at the college game, because obviously, like, we have all these, uh, like, the G League Ignite guys now, and we got all the Euros, but, like, who's your favorite pro prospect? Because I don't think it'd be Zach Eady, but when you watch these games, maybe somebody that nobody's talking about even. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a really down year for prospects, both in the 2024 draft as a whole, but also especially in college basketball. Um, several European guys are in the mix for the top pick. Um I also think that you'll see Matas Kuzelis and Ron Holland from the G League United team be in the top 10-ish conversation. To me, the best pro prospect in college basketball is Jacoby Walter. We'll see him the night for Baylor. Um, you know, big wing, shoots the ball in an elite clip, 42% this year, makes top shots, uh, has the ability, I think, to be, to come into an NBA organization and, um, you know, contribute immediately on the offensive end as a shot maker. And I think I think in this draft, you're, you're looking for guys who can, can come in and play a role. There's not going to be a lot of all-stars, I, I, I think, in, in 2024, but in someone like Walter with, with size, athleticism, and shooting ability, those, those guys are always in high demand. All right, that is Kevin Sweeney. Covers college basketball for Sports Illustrated. You can uh, follow him on Twitter, at CBB underscore Central. Kevin, appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much. Thanks, man. Thanks, fellas. Enjoy the hoops. Yeah, man, we will enjoy the hoops, Ryan. We're going to give out some plays later on in the show. There are some interesting games tonight. Who do you think is the best team in the country right now? Like, Be- Oh, that's a good question. I would say, hmm, man. I mean, it, it is Purdue, right? Like, it is. I think it, it is Purdue. Just... I mean, I really like this Purdue team. I like Purdue and I like Kentucky a lot, but I really like Purdue. I just hate Purdue, though. I know. Like, I'm... They're so good, but we've seen this movie before. Like, you watch them in Maui. You watch them. They're just, they're great. They're yeah, great. Zach Eady bores me. They always let me down in the tournament. I mean, I, I really never really buy into Purdue or Matt Painter, though, in the tournament. The one no. year I did, I, I was a big Jaden Ivey guy, so I bought into him that season. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I would love to see Kentucky actually get it done for Cal. I, I was always a big Cal hater until I got to meet him, and now then I fell in love with the guy. Dude, I like Kentucky too, man. Bradshaw is the real deal. I just like their guards. They shoot threes. They have no fear. They're a really fun watch. I do think Purdue's the best team. With that being said, though, the way that Houston can stifle you on defense, like they are. They like are I would like to say, man. Illinois. I mean, Illinois is pretty good this year. They're eleven and three. Big week coming up. Michigan State's kind of a dumpster fire, so that'll be a big one on Thursday. And then they get Maryland on Sunday. Yeah, uh, Maryland a big letdown this year. But the Terrence Shannon Jr. stuff is weird. Yeah, like really weird. Dude, because Illinois, I mean, they're number seven right now, according to Ken Palm. Yeah. Marcus Domask has been unreal for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a shame what happened with Shannon. Because even without Shannon, they went into Mackey Arena and almost won that game. I know. I had them. It didn't look good for a while. I had 10 and a half in that game. And I think they were down like 17, turned it off. It was the Peacock game, um, which everybody's making way too big of a deal about, by the way. Mm-hmm. Peacock's great. Tons of great content. You get the old Attitude Era uh, WWF stuff. You get the WWE Network. Get a we playoff the, game. We got the Royal Rumble coming up in two weeks, damn yeah. it. Well, Put your money a, down on Cody Rhodes right now. You get a playoff game this Sunday, too. Goodell's making all the Swifties pay for Peacock. I know. Everybody's going crazy about <laughs> it. And that's and you're going to want to watch that game, too. I thought Browns-Texans was a lock for the Peacock game. One of my favorite games is trying to guess what the schedule is going to be. Yeah. Nailed Packers-Cowboys oh, as the you Fox. Knew that. Could see that coming. I love the 2-7 game being the number one CBS game. You could see that coming. I did think, though, that Eagles-Bucks was going to be the first NBC game. I thought, who do you think it's first pick at Wild Card Weekend? Do you think 
Buck and Aikman on ESPN get first pick, or do you think Sunday night Tariq and Collinsworth get first pick? I think Buck and Aikman. And that's what I was going to get. Like, Packers-Cowboys needs Buck and Aikman. So I wish that that was Buck and Aikman. It's just not going to feel right. But you knew that had to be Sunday, daytime, oh, Dallas-Green Bay. I mean, it was a lot. But I think they get first pick, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I would figure. I don't know. I thought I thought they put Lions and Rams on Monday night. That game deserves its own day. Like all the build up, Stafford's back in Detroit. I oh, mean, did the you see Lions the video that his wife field? put out today no, too? I didn't. Oh, it's like eight minutes long. Oh, I'm hyped. I can't, I'm hyped. Can't wait for it's that. Not only game. the narrative, I just really like that matchup. I've kind of fallen in love with this Rams team. Like them a lot. I think the team that San Francisco should be worried about the most. I agree. The LA Rams. If they could protect Matthew Stafford. Yep. Yeah. We're, all right, we're going to talk about that game a little uh, bit in a little bit. We're going to talk about the Dolphins, Chiefs, and the Eagles, Bucks as well. Ryan Horvat and PJ Glasser, you better you bet presented by BetMGM here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 